Hey, how's it going? How was your day? What did you do? Oh, I just spent hours watching American Pickers on Hulu. Why? I don't know. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Greg Russ. Autumn Fisher not on the show again this week. I do promise we will get around to the series of at least three new episodes that I mentioned last week. We just need a little bit more time. I wanted to jump on and record an update. This isn't supposed to be some cryptic update either that people post on social media. Life couldn't get any worse. I can't take it anymore. Somebody get me a gun so I can shoot at this rope, which will then trigger a mechanism that will drop a plastic bag over my head, suffocating me. And then you get nothing else from these people. And you reach out and you say, oh my God, what's going on? Please tell me everything's all right. You feed right into it. And I don't want to take away from people who are hurting and suffering, but this is an inability for these people to ask for help directly So they get melodramatic in the hopes that you will reach out and give them attention. And I I promise you that is not the intent in recording this. We just need a little more time to get to a point where emotions, feelings have calmed enough to record a few episodes that really are going to be. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? As if right on cue. I have a ceramic bowl that I keep on top of my bookshelf. In that bowl, there are many items that hold sentimental value to me. And in that bowl, recently Autumn gave me a vintage New York City subway token. It was a birthday present. I put it in this bowl. And out of nowhere, I have some paintings that are kind of propped up against the wall on the bookshelf. These come sliding down. They knock the bowl off the bookshelf. That's what you heard crash. That shattered. Everything in it is now strewn about in my apartment. God knows where these items are, that token included. These kind of things will drive me insane. I had a girlfriend who gave me a watch once, getting on to the 6 train here in New York. It was crowded. I was trying to push my way on. The door closed on my hand. I pulled my hand in. It ripped the watch off. I didn't realize the watch was missing until I was already on my way uptown. I had to meet up with a friend. We had a few drinks. I was uh, unable to enjoy any moment I was spending with him because I was obsessing over the loss of this watch. Finished those drinks, and I went back downtown to Union Square, looked at the train tracks exactly where I got on the train. The watch was there on the tracks, and it threw me for a fucking loop. I found a person who worked in the station, told them that I lost an item on the tracks. They said they had to get some people. Three hours goes by. I'm sitting there. Nobody comes. At some point, I go to... Uh, uh, Walgreens and get one of those claws that older people use to reach high up items or items low because they can no longer bend over or their bones are too brittle and they're scared to climb up on a stool. I get one of these, I pick up the watch, but previously I was sitting there for a long time panicked because the watch is representative of everything going to shit in that relationship. And I know this is strange. I'm not someone who believes in the supernatural. I don't believe in fate. I don't believe that things happen for a reason, but it's strange. I'll tell you this. This is strange that this comes crashing down right now. This also triggers my OCD. The bowl itself was given to me by a friend. He was in Greece. He brings this thing back, and now that's shattered, and that's gone. And whatever items are missing, 
I there's just a feeling of dread as if this is representative of foreshadowing of bad things to come. You know, someone flips the light switch six times because if they don't, somebody they care about will die. It's that kind of feeling that I have right now. And it's unsettling, and I have to try to finish recording this. I know I could stop doing it, but I'm just going to tap in to the emotion that it stirred and, and, and finish this, even though the whole time I'm going to be thinking about wrapping this recording so I can crawl around on the ground, sweep up the mess, and look for the items. I don't even have an inventory. I don't know what was in there, though I probably would realize if something was missing. That's just the way it works. There's a feeling. Something's off. Where's that eraser that's shaped like a heart? I didn't even think about that thing for months, but I know, I know it was in there. You know, part of me wants to apologize that the show has taken such a heavy turn. I like talking about the lighter topics. I like presenting things that can hopefully distract people from anything shitty going on in their life. Or even if things are good in their life, just take them to a different place where they don't have to think about something so serious for a bit. There's enough of that going on. But the show, it can't be faked or forced that's never going to work. I suck at that. Autumn is better at it than I am. She could smile her way through something. But you're not going to get the same type of quality if we do such a thing. So this is why shows like this one exist. This is why the next several shows that we record are going to be a bit heavier in nature, but we're going to address real things that are happening in our lives. And as I stated last week, I hope that proves to be beneficial for somebody listening, at least one person who says, you know what, right now I've got something similar going on. There's a strained relationship in my life. It's something that means something to me, and I don't know how to approach it. Who the fuck knows how to approach anything? That's, that's the thing that you need to first admit to yourself. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing. You're not taught to do this. Quite often you're taught not to feel anything. It's like, just push those emotions aside. Don't feel things. Feeling things is for sissies. But the, the reality of all of this is we are feeling beings that think. We are not thinking beings that feel. So feelings should come first and you should take ownership of your fucking feelings. Try not to dump your feelings on other people. But the truth is when you're yourself, you put yourself out there, you open up to another person. Uh, you're, you're trying to forge a genuine relationship. You run the risk of getting hurt. And to pretend that you're above that, that that doesn't exist, that's completely asinine. To pretend you don't have the feelings in the first place, that's not healthy. That's not doing anyone any good. Just feel whatever the fuck it is you're going to feel and try to understand it. And don't avoid it, but don't go to the other extreme and push it on other people and dump it on them and tell them to hold it. And if anything comes out of this recording, I hope it's just me expressing myself you don't walk away thinking, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I feel like shit now. That's not the intent. I, I just am presenting this. That's why I want to do these next shows with Autumn. I want to put everything out there and just have it be real. Keeping it real, as some people like to say. It's cliche, and the people that say that are usually people you don't want to know, so hopefully you give me a pass. Again, I know I'm not giving the details, of what has gone on with us over the past year and several months. And that's because I would like her to be here for it. Also, I want her input. I don't want you to just get my side of any kind of story. And I say this as if I'm trying to pit 
us against each other or I'm going to try to get anyone listening to the show to choose sides. That is not, that is the last thing I want to do. I just know that the only perspective I have is mine and I try to understand the other side of things, but I'm never going to get that right completely. So I'm not withholding information to be annoying, to try to get you to tune in. Don't be that cynical, says a very cynical person. Where I stand right now for the sake of this episode Autumn and I did a show that was exposing. We put ourselves out there, and that was representative of our relationship. We did the same thing with each other. We've known each other for 20 years. You open yourself up because why not? If you want to get something good, it's going to require work. It's going to require a risk, and that's the only way you get to some place that is worthwhile, that's fulfilling, that is good. Sometimes things fall in your lap, like a lost puppy on the side of the street, and you say, hey, boy, and you take it, and... That's got no microchip in it, so you know that you're not stealing it from an owner. And you, you put some due diligence in, and you put up posters, and nobody claims the puppy, and then you get to keep the thing. That's nice. That still requires work, though. You have to pick up its poop. You have to feed the thing. You have to cuddle with it. So even that's not just, oh, hey, pup. Great, my life's complete now. And when you do these things, what Autumn and I are experiencing now comes with the territory. And I, I, for the longest time, I never wanted to face anything like this. I just wanted to be left alone so everything could be calm and stable in my life. And that didn't work. That led to not a very good existence. And so you say, you know what, let's try something different. And here we are. And while I don't necessarily want to be in a spot that I'm in now, having difficult feelings, ultimately I feel as though it is worth it. And all those years I spent not opening myself up and putting myself out there, I regret now. You look back and you say, wow, what could have been done if I started putting in this work a little sooner? And then you beat yourself up and you say, you stupid piece of shit. You're worthless. Why didn't you do this sooner? Why don't you fall off of a bookshelf like that ceramic dish? But that's another part that I've worked through. I don't really do that as much. I still do it, but not as much. That is how I got myself to stop smoking cigarettes, though. I stared at myself in the mirror, I berated myself, I said, you stupid son of a bitch, you think you're not going to get cancer, you think you're not going to get lung disease, you think you're above this, you're wrong, you're foolish, you're a moron. And then the next day I had my last cigarette, and that was that. Though for the most part I don't recommend beating yourself to a pulp because it's not anything productive, it doesn't usually take you to good places, and it just reinforces bad behavior because it paralyzes you. The more you know... Hey, kids, just say no to telling yourself that you're a dumb piece of shit. I'm Zach Morris. Remember when I said I don't want you to walk away from listening to this feeling bad? I promise you, when I talk about these things, maybe it sounds heavier. I, okay, let me rephrase this, because I do think there is heavy stuff here, for lack of a better term, for a complete discarding of eloquence. There is heavy stuff here. But when I present it this way, for me it's just matter of fact. Not what I feel or have to work through, but the way I put this out there and I talk about it, I'm just stating it as it is. And I, I hope nobody takes it as anything more than that. There seems to be a misunderstanding when people present things like this, as if they're whining which, again, this goes back to what I said earlier. 
that's not the way you should approach anyone who is talking about something that is bothering them or something that is weighing on them. It's very dismissive. Well, you're just whining. Sometimes people do whine and you think, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? I, even if I wanted to help, I don't know how to do it and I don't think it would do any good. But sometimes people just want to express things. And if you're one of these people that thinks that makes the person lesser, a lesser human being, then, I mean, I don't know. What am I going to say to you? I could tell you to fuck off, but that's combative and aggressive and serves zero purpose. It, it doesn't do anything constructive. And I'm all about building. You know I'm a builder. I'm a builder of bridges between people. I bring people together. And I say that sarcastically, but anyone who actually does know me and doesn't just base their whole perception of me from what they hear on this podcast, on the radio show, they know that I actually do care about other people and I care about interpersonal relationships. And I really, with the people in my life, just want genuine connections. Some people in your life are there and they're secondary friends and you just have to put in the minimal work and you say hello, maybe you get a few drinks sometimes, but there are people that you care about that you would like to get closer to and you have to do that by opening up and saying, here I am. And maybe that person says, I hate who you are. Get out of my face. That's a risk that you run, but otherwise you're putting on a show. You're trying to control your image in someone else's eyes and it's tiring. That whole game gets exhausting. And along with this comes misunderstanding. You put yourself out there, a person understands you, you think, you think you understand them, maybe you do, but within that, everything's not always going to match up. Sometimes things clash. You desperately want that person to say, hey, I get what you're saying, but they don't. Maybe they're digging in for whatever reason. They, they feel as though they're being wronged. You feel as though you're being wronged. Or you just can't understand the direction the other person's coming from. And fine. These things are okay, ultimately. As long as you don't take it, weaponize it, destroy the other person, you can be angry, you can be annoyed, you can dislike another person and still actually care about them quite a bit. And sometimes that requires work, and sometimes it requires work that you don't know how to do. That is where I think Autumn and I are right now. I don't know where it's going to go. I can say that for the most part, throughout our relationship, since I've known her, we've tried our best. You can't always think of the other person. You try. Sometimes you act selfishly, and that takes a toll. And I'm not speaking about either one of us, or maybe I'm speaking about both of us at this point. This is, again, not supposed to be vague. It's a broad setting of the table for us when we get into things, which I hope we can do next week. At least that's the goal at this point. We'll see where it goes. Maybe there's only three episodes left. Maybe we decide, let's continue to do this and explore some of these things that are coming about with a newly formed relationship with a different dynamic. I don't know. I don't know. It, it requires the work of both of us. You're going to get to hear some of that work. And it's important that we go through it, even if it turns out we end up not doing any more podcasts, because these are skills that then can be taken to other relationships. And, you know, there are many relationships in my life that are important to me and that I would like to do the best that I can. And I would like to build on what my former best was. So those relationships can reach their full potential and hopefully provide meaning and value to an otherwise 
cold, dark, lonely existence where people grasp for material possessions and money and prestige and power. All things that don't fucking matter. Thanks for listening to this episode of One Topic. Check out our sponsor, Hoff and Pepper, if you like the hot sauce. Put in the code ONETOPIC15 for 15% off of that delicious Chattanooga-made, hand-crafted batch, small hometown cooking hot sauce.